This is Senior Pastor Anthony A. Jackson of the Realm of Agape Christian Church. Come on, let's give God praise, everybody. We're just happy glad that Realm of Agape is here and our pastor is here on tonight. Come let's give God praise for Pastor Anthony Jackson. Come on, let him hear it. Let him hear it. Amen. Me and him both. Amen. We look at the end of the tunnel. My God. 
We like to teach and all. We love the kids and see how they progress in the whole night. But you know, it comes a time, amen, when every good thing comes to an end. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. <laughs> amen. And we out there picketing and everything, all kind of stuff going on. But you know, God is, is yet good. Hallelujah. I'm trusting God. Y'all pray my strength there. Only black male on the elementary level out of five elementary buildings. We got a middle school and a high school. There's a few African Americans at the high school, one or two in the middle, but none on the bottom part. Right, right. But God got me there. Yes, he said, You hold up the blood stain by the other. Amen. I don't carry a microphone through there. I don't carry a banner that say I'm a Christian. But when I walk right and talk right, I'm not speaking the same language they speak. And then after a while, they got to call me reverend, and some of them do. Amen. I didn't ask them to call me that. And I actually avoided a little bit. And uh, but when it comes around, um, all they can say is when I don't go to their throwing it back parties, because uh, we've been in our knees in our party. Then they know there's a holy difference, and they got to call me the holy name. I just thank God for Jesus. So Jesus helped me earn the holy name. It came by fire, but they gave me the holy name. I want to talk a little bit about that on tonight, and. Uh, this good deacon brother could help me. I'm going to give Pastor one of Thank you, sir. his sermon yeah, I need a, worksheet. I need another one, too, and I might use it when you go. Come on, somebody. <laughs> sermon worksheet. I hear you, man. And you always could call me, man. I throw stuff to be shared. That's Excellent. how we do. Yes, sir. Thank God. But we want to give that out. I hope you got something to write, write with. And uh, God's going to bless us on tonight. Just a little teach a little while. uh, Holy Ghost teaching, you know. So I'm going to be coming from Colossians 3.16. I'm going to read to your hearing from the King James Version. And from Ephesians 6.10 through 12, King James Version. We're going to go through there. Amen. And uh, I'm going to behave myself and follow my outline Try to have the theological relevance as God would have it. But God is good. He, he wants to shine through this dark world. And he needs folks to flicker that light. And we need to have the fuel from heaven so that we could burn right. We don't want to have a strange fire. Amen. So we're looking at that tonight. So we have our main scriptures if you write those down Colossians 3.16 so you could remember later. I like doing this. Use it as a souvenir for when I'm gone. The Holy Ghost could be with you in your room and you could review some stuff and God can help rekindle some things and maintain some things. So we're going to look at Colossians 3.16 and also Ephesians 6 10 through 12. Those who read the word kind of know where we're headed. This is coming from my Resist the Devil series. And uh, we thank God. And uh, by way of introduction, I just want you to know that uh, if you look around the world, you know that we can barely notice uh, things that are building up Christendom as far as the secular humanistic world is concerned. When you look at a commercial, amen, just to buy milk, amen. You see some some hot honey on there trying to help you to find your way to the store. But we don't need all that. My God. Have you noticed that there's not much respect for Christendom these days? Used to be a time when you said you was a Christian. Amen. Sometimes you didn't even have to say you were a Christian. They would notice. Amen. That there was a great difference. And now there seems to be a confusion in what the differentiation is. The demarcation line is somewhat of a moot point. My God. Uh, People used to at least respect it from a distance when they chose not to, amen, submit to what it stood for. That is where the problem lies. Today, it seems to not stand for much at all. 
The holy line of demarcation is hard to find. It, it, it's hard time for us to go back to the old landmark. The old landmark of obedience to God as Lord of our lives. Yes. We must put on his character like a much needed life sustaining garment. Amen. For uh, true success in God, we must all learn to do this one thing. Armor up. Yes. I want you to look at somebody right quick as you're about to write that down and say, armor up. Armor up. Amen. We need to get that armor on. Amen? Yes, amen. We know that the Apostle Paul has laid the doctrinal foundation for this call from glory for us to have our right clothes on in the spirit. Amen. Thank God. We I hear the Spirit saying we got to get naked before God so that He could clothe us correctly. He's not going to cover up some old clothes. No, He's going to put on some brand new clothes. So when we're born again, we got to come in naked like a baby before the Lord so He can clean some things off of us. Amen. And out of us. Right. Amen. Amen. So God is looking now, amen, as we look at this scripture, he's going to be looking at our hearts with this word, like a microscope, like an x-ray, and he wants us to use those tools from the word to examine ourselves. Colossians is going to help us do that, to examine ourselves, to have a personal application of clarity for truth, amen, so that we could live as well as we learn. The synopsis for uh, Colossians 3, Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell, how? Uh, in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And we know you do that here at Empowerment. Amen. You won't have a problem with singing songs, hymns, and what? Spiritual songs. God needs us to do that so we keep the prayer wheel turning and keep the fire burning. Amen. You gotta keep your lamp trimmed and burning. That's a holy lifestyle. You don't let it wane and flicker out. But you gotta keep it fueled and so there'd be no impediment on the wick. You got to trim it a little bit, amen, because sometimes through the day, sometimes something might creep up on us or in our mind, something that you didn't call down, amen, something that you didn't invoke, and it'll find itself somehow in your repertoire, but you got to rebuke some things. You can't accept everything in your mind. You can't have a open door mind all the time. Sometimes you got to have a closed door session with the Lord. And then he's got to amen, review some things. Brother Byron and I are teachers, and sometimes you have to go over what you already went over. And the Lord does the same thing. He puts us through classes that we already took before because we got to go back over it again so we could review it. If you look in the Levitical order of what God intended, he wanted us to amen, not forget. He wanted us to go back over it again, hanging around the house, hanging on the doorpost, hanging around your neck. Amen. Amen. Thank God. And we have to know how to do that so that we don't forget. The scriptures say what? Lest we forget. Amen. Amen. Quickly go to Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, where it says, finally, my brethren, see, Paul was teaching for a while, and then he went to a conclusion, and the conclusion is that we ought to what? Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. See, if you think back, Zechariah, prophet, he had to talk to the uh, civil magistrates. He said, it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And you have to move in the power of God. We can't do anything of a holy disciplinary action from heaven lest we are empowered by God. And I know you like that word here, empowerment. And it comes from what? From God. I got to get one of these from my yes, brother. Sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we look at Ephesians here, and it's telling us to put some things on for that empowerment to happen. Put on the whole what? Armor of God. And notice the prerequisite whole. H-W-H-O-L-E. The whole thing. Amen. And I saw some of my students taking a math summation test 
to um, take a, a cumulative look back at what we studied in math all year long. And one of the questions was regarding fractions. And um, they had various fractions in the multiple choice. And they said, which one of these represents one? And the little girl was looking funny. I said, don't forget, one is the whole thing. She said, oh, yeah, one is the whole thing. Thank God. So she went back and looked at fractions. Was two-thirds a whole thing? No. Is one-half a whole thing? No. Is one little sixteenth a whole thing? No, but if you have something like sixteen sixteenths, that's a whole thing. If you got three-thirds, that's a what? Whole thing. If you got two halves, that's the what? Whole thing. God needs us to look at the whole thing. But what's the problem in the society we live in right now, in the subculture of the church? We will start there because that's where judgment starts. We will look and we will find people not trying to look at the whole unadulterated word of God. Yes. They're not putting the whole word on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going through it like a smorgasbord. Uh -huh. Like a buffet. <laughs> you know what happens at the buffet? Go up there. I like going early because that's before the little kids get to it. Amen. And they special seasonings and spices to the food. And then you, you look at what, what's up there. Oh, I like this. I like that. Amen. And I, I look at my kids doing. I see if they're going to remember their training and teaching and dietary uh, prowess. And uh, I notice that the plate is a little too much fun. You know, mm. you had a little. I like being serious on my first plate. Uh -huh. My mama taught me you gotta have some green stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Not too much starch. Uh -huh. And don't overflood with meat. You don't get full on meat. Uh -huh. Remember my mama's voice as I went through the buffet. Amen. I hear you. I hear you, mama. You're not here, but I hear you. Amen. I get back. I, I sit out. I have my soup, my salad, and my entree. Amen. Ready to go. Not too much drink, because then you won't get the good stuff in you. You'll be too full. Right, right. Amen. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. So I sit out with my serious plates. Thank God. Get all my nutrients in there. Yeah, Amen. Right. Spinach, all the hearts, the, you know, the stuff you need. Broccoli, you need that stuff. Yes, Not too much rice. I like my fried rice, though. Don't get me wrong. But you got to calm down on that. Amen. So after I do that, then I go back. Not dessert yet. I look for the fun stuff. Pizza, ah, I like a little of that, you know. Yeah, yes, and I get the fun stuff later. But the the crowds today in our modern world in this church that we are in, they tend to only want to look for what's fun. Yes, they don't look too much to hear preachers talking too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Preachers too seriously, you're not gonna have the big crowds coming at you. You're gonna have to give them that church crack. You're gonna have to help them feel good so they can come back. My God. Oh, don't teach about everything. Oh, that Leviticus, that's too hard. Deuteronomy, don't, don't go through there too strong. Let's go to where the blessing at. Oh, you can get your blessing. Oh, oh, a cattle on a thousand hills. Oh, oh, Jesus break bread and everybody ate. Oh, I like that. Oh, Jesus is love. He love everybody. Yes, sir. You know, there's room at the cross for you. They forgot what the cross meant, though. There's some repentance that got to go on. Yes, Repent. Did you say that? That's an ugly word these days. <laughs> but Paul is showing us to get this armor on. You're going to have to do some repentance. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And before he got to verse 10, there was a whole lot of uglies he had to deal with. Yes, sir. And Ephesians helps you to know how to sit at the master's feet to learn. That's the first part of Ephesians. In the middle part of Ephesians, you begin to learn how to live the life of Christ. That's the walking. After sit, you walk. You can't sit and walk good. You're not going to be able to what? Stand. At the end, there's standing. That's the whole book of Ephesians in a nutshell. So we're at the standing part. See, this is the standing ovation where you already did what you're supposed to do. Prerequisites have been taken care of. Serious food taken care of. Amen? Yes, sir. So we look at verse 12, but before you get there, put on a whole armor you, that you want. May be able to stand against the what? Wiles of the devil. That's the little tricks. He's a subtle Joker, and he's going to try to make you tolerate stuff that you have no business tolerating in the first place. That's right. It's like that Trojan horse in the ancient mythical stories. 
thought they were getting a gift. And there were hidden soldiers there, and they caught them unawares and came in the night and obliterated the town. My God, you don't want the devil to do that to you. It looks like he's given you a gift, and it feels good, it sounds good, it tastes good, all of it looks good. But after that, the end is destruction. The scriptures teach us about that all throughout. Amen. And you can't skip over those scriptures. You have to have the whole unadulterated truth. Amen. The ugly with the pretty. The good with the bad. Ah, let it whip you a while. Amen. People don't want that too much. Oh, discipline. Well, God has a rod and a staff. He got to give you a little spank and get you in the right road sometimes. And, and sometimes it don't feel all that good. But you know what? He'd rather you not feel too good for a little bit to have a good eternity. Amen. That's the kind of God I serve. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Scripture said, for we, what? Wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood. You think it's all about these little problems here? There's a deeper problem. There's a more real reality. What is it? It's these demons, these spirits that are rebellious against the will of God. But we, we go against what, against what? Principalities. You know, they got a whole structure up there. Yes, sir. Against powers. They got powers to get you locked down and feel like you can't get out. Uh-huh. Like that commercial, I'm falling and I can't get up. It feels like you can't get up sometimes, but you need the power of God to look down and pick you up. You know the old adage, turn you around, place your what? Feet on the what? Not no squishy stuff. No, I need a solid ground. Amen? So we need to go against those wicked powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Don't become friends with it. You got to go against it. Against spiritual wickedness in what? High places. Yeah, you got dirty people in high places sometimes. And they're trying to get in the White House right now, some of them. And my God, my God. Some of them trying to get in pulpits in and around town. Right now, right now. My God. Some of them trying to get in the school board. Right now, right now. My God. But we know that God is able and he can keep us from falling no matter who's doing what they're doing. We got to make sure we're doing the right thing. Thanks God. If the preacher fall, we got to do the right thing. Hallelujah. If the choir fall, we got to do the right thing. Mama fall, we got to do the right thing. Daddy, he fell, but I'm still going to do the right thing. We have no excuse. People thought they had me at the office years ago. They said that brother from Baton Rouge, he fell. He was up there crying in the pulpit. Yeah. Say, what you gonna say about that? I said, well, Jesus never fails. Uh-huh. Heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus never failed. That's who I serve. He didn't have much to say then. We got to make sure our anchor holds and grips the who? Solid rock. His name is what? Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So armoring up, let's look at what Colossians is trying to tell us. Synopsis of Colossians. You have completely uh, not armored up. You have completely not armored up unless that's that first line. You have not what? Completely armored up. Unless. Here's the things. The three. First, number one is three words. Unless what? Something has died. Somebody say something has to die. Something has to die. Thank God. And that's based on verses one through seven of Colossians 3. Verses 1 through 7. See, in those scriptures, you're going to find that in Christ, you have died to the old life and have been raised to what? To a new life. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to cultivate the new life. Those who like taking copious notes, here's some scriptures about the new life. Just two of them. Romans 6, 1 through 14. That will help you about the new life. Mm-hmm. And you can cultivate your spirit with that. And Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. About the new life. You know, we, we get a new life, but we can't starve it. We can't neglect it. Right? We can't hinder it. My God. We can't act like it doesn't exist. Everything's about the body, the body, the body. Look at commercials. It's effortless. You just do this and that, and you'll get the big, booming body that you want. 
Just a little pill. Boom. Just this exercise equipment. I tried the exercise equipment as soon as I started hanging my clothes on. It, it, it didn't work. <laughs> body, body, body. Call it about. Now they're trying to get all spiritual. The world is getting churchy and the church is getting worldly. What's going on around here? My God. Stuff's not dying. Stuff that needs to die is not dying. You know, Christ has killed some things, but we steady trying to revive it, looking at our old sins that have been flushed away, going over there to where the dump pile is, somebody clear, let's revive it. And we don't need to be doing that. Loose out of here. We got to make the new life the new focus. Focus our attention on the new man and feed him and cultivate him. Amen. Set our mind on Jesus so that he could help us to seek the experiences we need in Christ on this earth. He made us to be sheep in his pasture, and he will send us out after we have been revived and empowered by him. Then we could go out to the far reaches. But before that, we need to stay a while until Acts 2 happens. Yes, yes. Amen. Acts 2 will make some stuff die. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost come in to help kill some stuff. Amen. Yeah, the spirit wants to mortify the what? Deeds of the mortification is a death sentence. The, 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 the Holy Ghost, amen, got a, got, a, got a death wish against sin. Amen. We got to let the Holy Ghost come to do what the Holy Ghost came to do. He's not just a trinket, amen. Uh-huh. Not just a badge of the clubhouse. Oh, I could dance with the best of them. Yeah. Yes. But the Holy Ghost came to do more than just dance, baby. He came to lay hands on the sick so they could what? Recover. He came to cast out what? Demons. Amen. And not enough casting out going on. Amen. We are welcoming, welcoming the devil in instead of casting his you know what out. Right, right, right. Joker's too comfortable in the house of God. Yes, Loose out of here. We need to cast him out in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, He's like, what you cast me out for? I'm your boy, remember? Devil <laughs> shouldn't be having that conversation oh, no. with you. Oh, Loose yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Here's the second thing. You don't know you're completely armored up unless something has been taken off. Something has been what? Taken off. Based on verses 8 and 9. Something has to be taken off. You remember Lazarus? Jesus called him out of here. And he came out of there. Grave clothes had to be taken. The Jesus said, loose that man and what? And let him go. They had to take that mess. I bet you the power of God got on so strong. He came out there with his grave pajamas. Amen. But they had to take that mess off of him. Yes, sir. You ain't no mummy no more, baby. We got to take that off. Uh-huh. Thank God, and that's what God has to do. Something's got to come off. Yeah. Yes, we too busy trying to keep it on. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. We could jam with the best of them, and still had a Holy Ghost. Right, 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 right. I'm gonna be a rump shaking. You know what? Holy Ghost filled fire. You just confused, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something got to come off. Yes, 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 yes. We got to remember the power of faith. Uh-huh. Rested in that body, and Lazarus had that faith connection, and God rekindled it, amen. And he was able to walk out of that grave, amen. God needs to call us out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Three callings happens in our life mm-hmm. called to be saved. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get saved, you learn at the rabbi's feet, you get empowered by God to learn how to function in the spiritual gifts from which he has given you a measure of to fit jointly a lively stone in the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Pumping with the blood life of Christ in you. His blood is all efficacious. It will come in and do what it came to do. It will help you to be set free to worship God. And then once you have that, thank God, you will now know how to serve him right. So God will call you to be saved. Now he calls you to what? Service. You serve him well. You run well. I finish my course. And after that, God will what? Call you home. Amen. Thank God. 
But in between, it's going to be some taking off. You got to be saved from the penalty of sin. A lot of people got that. But a lot of people stop there. They don't want to be saved from powers of sin. They're walking around with chains on. But I hear the chains falling. Oh, I hear the chains breaking. There's a generation coming that want to break the chain. Break the chains, Lord. Yes, sir. Amen. Chains need to come off. Yeah, yeah. Then folks will be disciples for real. Not just have their name printed on the roll of the church that they like today. Because yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> tomorrow they might like somewhere else. Yes, There's a whole lot of church hopping going on. Amen. Yes, sir. One of my own colleagues, she not saved, she said, this is how I look at church. You just keep going and going till you find one you're comfortable in. You want, because I like to say little words here and there, so the preacher shouldn't have a problem with that. You know, and I like to, you know, drink a little stuff here and there, and the preacher shouldn't have a problem with that. And I like to shake a tail feather real loosely. The preacher shouldn't have a problem with that. I keep looking till I find that. And I was just listening, incognito, you know, or incognito, however you want to find yes, that. Yes, so I was just listening. I said, really? Wow. You, you like that, huh? Yeah, we, we look around and we, that's what we, how we spend a lot of our weekends. I was like, wow, that's something. All right, have a good day. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. Yeah, all right. I said, love, note to self. <laughs> Study what's going on in this subculture called the church. Because folk are not taking stuff off that need to what? Come off. Preachers have helped them to feel comfortable in this greasy grace and this sloppy agape. They're going around just doing all manner of things and calling it a good day. But God needs us to truly worship. Here's the third thing. You don't have a complete armoring up experience unless something has been put on. So you can take off. That's cool. Holy Ghost empowers you to do that. But you can't just walk around start naked all day. God needs you to put some stuff on so you can go out there and do damage to the devil's camp. Amen. Take back what the devil stole. Yes, sir. God puts us to work to do that. Yes. Train David when he was a little kid. Yeah. He even had his beard yet. Amen. Barely past puberty. He was out there, amen, pulling the bear by the beard, amen, and slicing his head, amen, because he about to mess with one of God's sheep. Uh-uh, not today, pal. Took the lion by his beard and did the same thing. God is training him up. Just because you look young don't mean the Holy Ghost is young. Just because you look short don't mean the Holy Ghost short. Might look like you don't have much muscle power in your body, but the Holy Ghost got all power in the spirit. Amen? Hey, hallelujah. God will help you to walk through truth, leap over walls like King David did. Hey, and when it's time to dance, I can dance with the best of them like King David did. Amen? Amen. He wasn't rubbing no log at the Apollo when he did it. Amen? Amen? He was going through in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I come, I come to tell you, a lot of folks forget how to dance in the spirits. Wow. We get the spirit real high. And, and some of those I know that have a little problem, amen, they're teetering and tottering between this and that. And I can hear myself becoming like Elijah. And I'm saying, how long hold ye between two opinions? If you're going to serve God, serve ye him. If you're going to serve Baal, serve ye him. And Baal is the booty God. He likes to shake his booty and get fertilized up real good and, and tickle the fancies of every silly woman led captive. Amen. Yeah, amen, amen. But I come to tell you, there comes a day when you got to make up your mind and be like Joshua and say, as far as me and my house, we yeah, yeah. will serve the Lord. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come to tell you, that's what I come to do. Yeah. That's my business. I'm about my father's business. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say you couldn't dance. Like the old preacher say, you change partners. Yeah. I'm not dancing with principalities. Rule of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. I'm going to dance in the Holy Ghost. Hey! Then when I get the dance going real good in the worship and I get the folk and God help me to lead out and pull them up by the hand. Come on, this is the real dance for baby. Come on, get your shot on. They just kind of meander about. They don't know how to get their groove on. It don't sound feel right. I can't. Get my groove going. That's because you're dancing with the wrong thing. The, the movies say you're dancing with wolves. Amen. 
God said, beware of dogs. You have to come out from among them and be separate. Hey, hallelujah. Thank God, Jesus. When you put something on, that's based on uh, verses 10 through 25. God wants you to wear grace clothes. Not grave clothes. See, if your focus is on your citizenship of heaven, then you're going to honor God with whatever you do on this earth. Thy will be done on earth as it what is in heaven. You know, God's preparing a table before you in the presence of his enemy, like in uh, uh, Psalm 23, amen? And God got a blessing for you, and guess what? The devil can do nothing about it, amen? <laughs> you can be like a little kid, I'm blessed, and you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> Sometimes I get that little kid attitude. I worship the Lord like a kid, amen? Childlike faith. My father gonna take care of me. All that yin-yang you talking in my ear behind God's back, it don't matter to me, because nothing you say is gonna count, it's not gonna last. We got to have that kind of attitude. Now, what's the problem in the church? We need to realize that we should have an ongoing uh, fight in us from God's power so that we can meet this challenge to avoid spiritual junk food. You know, a lot of folk are eating spiritual junk food. In Colossians, you find how it can parallel with Ephesians. Colossians 3 parallels with Ephesians 5. Check it out in the spirit when you go home. Amen. The word of God controls your life and you will do it with joy. God will fill you with joy, unspeakable, full of glory. You will be thankful. This brother prayed. We had thanksgiving. Amen. You enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Courts with praise. But we don't just keep it in here. It's for outside of the four walls. We do like Superman. We go on that, that phone booth and get our power on together. Because there's a blessing in the house of God that you can't get in of yourself by yourself. A special fellowship blessing comes. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Because I can't get the big blessing from the house of the Lord. I can, you know, by myself, I can't get that. But I get a bigger one when, when I'm at the house of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God gives you a big feeling that everybody, amen, could get, amen, and this big feeling is more than you could fathom or think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need a big drenching feeling, overflowing blessing. I need a baptismal portion. Thank God you don't need this little itty bitty by yourself or by yourself anointing. You need to get with God, with the saints in the house of God. Don't shun God. Amen. Stop, amen, avoiding the house of God. Go there when the devil try to make you tired and put your feet up. That's when you fight hard and get there. Yes, sir. Trying to stop you. Amen. So many so-called Christians today like to feed on byproducts. But God didn't look down from heaven and see a byproduct. Amen. I am, amen, fearfully and wonderfully made, says the scripture. And I need to feed like that. In Deuteronomy, it's teaching us in the 28th chapter, but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake thee. See, people forgot about that. That curse still goes on. They think the old has passed away. That's the Old Testament. No, that's the foundation for the New Testament. Thank you, Lord. Jesus came to fulfill, not destroy. Uh You still got to watch what your eyes are doing, my men, amen, and women. Thank God summer is here, and you watch it, amen. Uh, It's not even that hot like it's going to really be. But you see them dropping it like it's hot. Taking off this and taking off that. The devil got a takeoff campaign. But it's not like the one in the spirit. Wow. So we better get ready. Yes, sir. Listen to these June sermons. Because the Holy Ghost coming through here. He told me. Amen. Amen. You better rake all you can. And get all you can. Amen. Because God is going to amen. Put out, amen, some stuff out here to see who is who. Amen. If you be for God, serve him. Amen. We need to stay off some of these beaches because some of these beaches on the island is getting worse than the first. 
And they just trying to go all the way from broke. Amen. Like you in the Garden of Eden. But we can't go back to Eden. I don't care what that song says. God already killed the animal and covered us up. You can't go back there. So we don't need to have these nude beaches around here. And saints is just tolerating everything. So after a while you're going to have saints with a barbecue on the, on the bikini list beach. All kind of stuff going on nowadays. If you will tolerate a little, you know a lot will be tolerated after a while. And the devil going to reverse the scripture and despise not the day of small things, but it's going to become a wicked thing. You get used to weed, after a while you're going to want something else. A little kiss around the dark corridor, after a while you're going to want to do something else. And that's how the devil works. Crescendos in these seasons of demonic strongholds. They are demonic thresholds in psychology. You get tired of one thing, so used to it, you don't think it's there anymore, so you need a bigger high. And that's how the devil works. Yes. So Deuteronomy 28 was written for that reason. For you to know that if you jump off the cliff, you're going to fall, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the Old Testament. Oh, jump off the cliff then. Right. Amen. Right. Right. Some stuff will never change. There are laws already set up. And now God had to bring Jesus Christ in because he didn't mess up, amen. He already was coming anyway. He told, amen, the woman that, amen, your seed is going to, amen, give that devil some problems, amen. Yeah, the devil's going to be able to bruise his heel, but he's going to what? Crush his head, amen. I want to be on the head crushing committee, Jesus. Help me to find ways that at. Where's that at? He said in your prayer closet, get on your knees and call them. I don't hear an organ, Lord. I'm going to see where you really at. You don't hear the hammer cranking up, but the Holy Ghost should be cranking you up. If God wired you up, you, you should know he know how to fire you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here goes some spiritual clothes, then we out of here. Look at the chart. It says the spiritual war clothes of a Christian soldier based on Ephesians 6. God has an armory. Did you know that? Amen. Armory where they have artillery, the weapons. Amen. Thank God. The weapon garage. So on the left we have spiritual symbols. Right? On the left it's going to be spiritual symbols. On the left, spiritual symbols. And on the right side, spiritual disciplines. Yes. So symbols on the left, disciplines on the right, and they are all spiritual. So, you have verse 14, that's dealing with the belt and sheath. Belt and sheath. You need that because it's going to tie around your what? Around your waist. And what is that a symbol of? Uh, The discipline for that, what it's really showing us is readiness to apply biblical truth. Readiness to what? Apply biblical truth. Folks can't apply biblical truth because they're not wearing this belt of truth and the sheath tied around there is going to help you have special daggers hidden in there. Amen. The devil want to trick you unawares? Well, I got something unawares for you. It's called a rhema word. Bam. Hallelujah. (laughs) And next under there, you're going to have verse 14 again. Dealing with the breastplate. Protecting your what? Your chest and your heart. People lose heart because it's not what? Protected. The devil said, here's some protection. And of course, that Jimmy got a hole in it. And now you're going to get pregnant from the devil. And that's not right. Amen? Amen. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. What the breastplate going to do? Biblically based righteous living is what it helps. Biblically based Righteous what? Living. People calling righteous what's really evil and what's evil righteous. We want the real one, don't we? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And underneath the breastplate comes verse 15, which shows us footwear. You don't want to pay less for this. Thank you, Lord. Footwear of the king's army. It was bought with a great price. Amen. Amen. What does that do? On the other side, what discipline is it? It's the gospel of what? 
to what? Help you stand strong. Because don't doesn't footwear cover your feet? And it enables you to what? Stand what? Strong. Amen. I need that kind of footwear because, amen, somehow I learned early in life that when I walked on the beach with my cousins and them, they had a certain footprint, and I didn't have that. I said, Dad, why my footprint look more wide and flat? He said, because you got flat feet like your daddy's son. So I tried to fake it like I had it. I walked like a crow so I could have that sideways thing. Amen. <laughs> I didn't want to feel wobbly, amen? Have to have things in my shoes so I can stand strong. Amen. You better have the gospel shoe on. Yeah, yeah. Help you stand strong. When winds of adversity come, are you going to teeter and totter and fall down and knock your head on the ground? No, he will what? Keep you from what? Falling. Falling. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Underneath verse 15, footwear section. Now we're walking, we're walking. Verse 16, we're on the 16th floor. And you're going to find a shield of God's faith. Shield of whose faith? God's. You know, the faith, the gift of faith comes from God. It's like when you say have faith in God, it's really saying have the faith of God. Not this old wimpy faith out here. You gotta have more than faith in that chair. Sit down, I know the chair gonna hold me up. You need a little bit more than that. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes it looks like God is not there and you got to walk through. You gotta go through that fire. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So this shield, what is it gonna, what is it gonna do? It's gonna stop all the what? Burning arrows, you know, the fiery darts he called, but I'm in the new century version to help you get it a little better. So it's called uh, stopping all the what? Burning arrows from the devil. Amen. He's going to send these burning fiery darts. They are arrows, really. You know how they have in the old movies, the fiery darts, those fired up arrows. They put fire on the edge of the arrow, and when they shoot it out, they're trying to make something catch fire. Amen. That's what the devil does, far away off, hiding his hands like he didn't do it. So you could still be Luciferian in your worship. Loose here. Some church people are more Luciferian than they are Christ-centered, my God. We're going to have to change this modern day around, amen, so that we can kick the devil out and he stop being in charge of so many churches, my God. Now we, we, we journey on. Verse 17 brings you to the helmet section. What's the helmet for? Helmet of salvation. And what is it good for? Confidence and boldness in the conflict. Confidence and boldness in the conflict. You have to be strong. You got to keep it together. The agape love will save the day. I don't know what that other songs are trying to say, but I know what I'm saying. Confidence and boldness in the conflict. You know what we got to go through as Christians. A lot of people like to use a scripture, mount up with wings as an eagle, fly over stuff. That's not what that's for. Read the verses before that. They were tired. Sick and tired of being tired almost. But God gave them strength to get back up and keep going through. It wasn't meant as a literary device to let you know you're going to fly over stuff, but you're going to get up with some what? Renewed what? Strength to keep going through. Thank God for uh, Shadrach and Abednego and all of them. Amen. They went through the what? Amen. We don't want to go through fire today. We got too many beach fronts on our mind. We don't want to go through the fire today. We in the Cadillac line. That's probably old school right there. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> we don't want to go through that. No, I want to go through the money line. Money coming! We want all that. Amen. <laughs> Praying to money gods, all kind of gods. But I tell you, I serve one God with many names. Not no God with a lot of names. Amen. So all they do when they are pluralistic in their theology, they are worshiping small g gods. <laughs> Saying a lot of stuff that Jesus never said. Let's go to the last one. Verse 17, the sword section. You know all that stuff up there? You know what that is? Defense. Mm -hmm. I need some offense in my yes, life. Sir. 
Can I slice and dice a little bit? Yes, sir. You get a little, a little, uh, uh, a little uh, appetizer for slicing when you got that belt and sheath on. But I can slice a little better when I take Goliath's own sword and cut his head off with it. Yes, sir. How about that? Mm-hmm. Take the devil's own mess and beat his behind with it. Right. How many want to do some of that? You're going to feel real good when you kick the devil's butt like that. I tell you, I have not been such... I had not ever had such a cathartic experience in the spirit when the Lord let me kick the devil's butt. Yes, sir. He said, I train you well. I go on ahead. He gave me a special fight just to get in there. I got you. Go on in there and watch it. Oh, go ahead, son. Don't forget. Yeah, there's the uppercut. There it is right there. Bam. Yes, sir. Devil thought he had me on a rope. I was doing like Muhammad Ali on rope a dope. I said, all right. You think he got me? No, you don't got nothing. God made me mount up with wings as an eagle, and I went in there. You got to learn how to do that. Folks cussing you out. Amen. They wonder why you didn't go back at them with the same cussing. And you come back with a blessing. A real saint. Went through a mess and came out without a mess on them. Amen. Hey, hallelujah. God will do it. What did the sword of the spirit do? It's the sword of the spirit, y'all. Not flesh and blood, remember. But principalities, rulers, officers of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. You need the sword of the what? Spirit. What does it do? Specific use of biblical truth. What kind of use? Specific use. Can't go out there with this general stuff. God is good. Yeah, we know that. The devil knew that. So what God wants you to do, go through in hand-to-hand what? Combat. That's it right there. Saints don't know how to do that too much no more. We scared of hand-to-hand combat. My God. We got the amen. Know how to run through troops, leap over walls. David had some bad boys in his army camp. Man, David wanted to taste the, the well water that was in Bethlehem. And they were miles and miles away from that. They said, let us run through troops and let us go through there and we'll get the water he wanted to come back. They had boys could do covert ops and go in there and do that. They were that bad. Thank God. I think Harriet Tubman got training from that same anointing. She was able to go through, go down south, get more slaves and bring them up north, and go down again on a more dangerous mission. Thank God they thought they had her trail. We got her. We got her. She was like a week or two ahead of them. She put them on the wrong path. Amen. She was bad. Amen. Thank God. Don't say what a woman in an anointing can't do. Amen. God call all of us. We got to let everybody do their job in the Holy Ghost. Now, are you willing to accept Jesus as your firm foundation of lordship? I like him being Savior. Ooh, he got me out of that. Sean confessed it. Well, that's so good. Oh, we all stand on the beach and wonder how we got over on the Sean confessed it. Well, Jesus saved us, though, didn't he? Uh-huh, he saved That's where we at right there. That's our praise and worship. Oh, he got us out of a jam. Did he die? All right. Jesus said, hold up, baby. There's a little bit more. I need you to get trained to kick the devils. But, and we get scared of that. Cast demon out, that's ugly. That, we need a cute little service, three points and a, and a little poem and go home. But no, see, not enough casting demons is going on. That's far and in between. It's like foreign language. Mommy, that, that, the preacher said cast out demon. What that mean? Shh, be quiet, boy. Here, be quiet. Eat that gun. Stop it. You know, we, we don't want to hear about this stuff. But if Jesus is going to be Lord, guess what? He's commanding his kingdom. See, we got to learn his other name. Yes, sir. And we're closing. Jehovah Sabaoth. Somebody help me say that. Jehovah Sabaoth. You know what that means? Lord of the armies. Lord of hosts. What's a host? That's an army. He's Lord of all the armies. Thank God. See, the devil brought his little one-third, and God had his two-thirds and kicked his butt out of there. Amen? Yes, he said, I'm going to go to the north. I's going to the north. I's free now. God said, no, you're not. You're a slave of your own mentality. Now get back down to the lowest south. Amen? And he's all the time trying to strum up people to join his army. The south shall rise again. Luke said, no, it's not. No, sir. Let the Lord rise. And my what? Enemies be what? Scattered. See, there's a praise from heaven 
that we got to obtain when we do the little praising we do. Amen. We're strumming up. Amen. Invoking the presence of the Lord. And then the Lord comes in like a mighty rushing wind and does the part we're not able to do. Amen. He gives us a sevenfold blessing that we can't get in and of ourselves. We can't do anything without Jesus. Yes, sir. I want the real one. The one that tells me about myself. The real one. That makes me look in the mirror of the whole word of God. Mirror, mirror in the word. Who is the fairest of them all? And he's going to say, not you. You're tall up from the floor. You need to get your knees on the floor. Amen. Hey, hey. Hallelujah, God. I want to meet God. I got to find where he is. I need to go in the corridors by myself and have a soliloquy with the Savior. The Lord is going to help me. He's going to help me find myself as I seem to lose myself. I got to get lost in Jesus. I don't know about you, but one day I had to learn how to get lost. Lost in the Holy Ghost. In the deepness of his presence, there's safety. In his pavilion, you'll get healthy. Healthy in your body. Healthy in your mind. Healthy in your spirit. I can't talk to God lest he regenerate my spirit. I was a little Baptist boy. Act like I was going to make fun of the saints when they said, Bless him going out. Bless him coming in. 
And last time my wife saw me blessing the Lord. When other folk didn't want a blessing. Trying to be cute in front of the house of God. Playing all kind of music. Trying to rile up the women folk. But I came. They called me deep. But God, he blessed me from the deep. He blessed me. I found my pearl. A great place. Hey, I thank you, Lord. Somebody help me, please.
We of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you. Thank you.